Hello and welcome to the But Mostly Eating podcast, a podcast all about food, health, wellness, and everything in between. My name is Tori and I am a holistic health coach focused on food freedom, intuition, and body image. I am so glad you're here. I hope you enjoy this episode and let's do this. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the But Mostly Eating podcast. I know it's been a while, and I know I said that last time, but the truth is that the last few weeks, the last few months have just been totally unexpected and expansive, and it has been pretty crazy just trying to stay present and stay afloat and accomplish all the things that I want to accomplish. And unfortunately, that meant setting aside some of the things that I really, really love, like the podcast episodes that I've been releasing. I've also been trying to figure out a new schedule of things and that has also thrown it off and um, traveling and whatnot. It's just been kind of crazy. And so the podcast got pushed to the side, but I'm really hoping to be back. I think the next few weeks will be better. I won't be traveling as much. I'll be kind of more at home in my routine, although I am still trying to like figure out my routine, but that's okay. Um, But yeah, the point of that is that the last few weeks have been so wonderful and magical and expansive and incredible and I am so excited to potentially share more of that soon, hopefully share more of that soon um, once I kind of get my feet beneath me a little bit more. Um, But yeah, I'm back for today and I'm excited to talk about uh, resistance and I want to talk about this because I did an Instagram post a couple of weeks ago about how what we resist persists and how we can't hate our way into loving ourselves and this was inspired by a post that I saw on Instagram and it really got me thinking because it's so true. You know, we think when we set off on our eating journey, on our health journey, on our fitness journey, on whatever it is, we're seeking to change part of ourselves, whether or not we admit it or not. Something had sparked this desire in us to change, and we think that we're changing for the better, but in reality, when we get down on this path, our mindsets have not been properly shifted and reframed, and so we're actually kind of changing based out of fear and based out of scarcity. And I just think this concept of what we resist persists is so true and so relevant to when we transform our health because we are resisting that current version of us when we seek out that change. We are resisting our current body when we seek to change it. We are resisting our current levels of health when we decide to potentially cut down our calories and restrict our food intake. And so this idea of what we resist persist really comes back down to the law of attraction. It's this idea, you know, the law of attraction is this idea that positive or negative thoughts bring positive or negative experiences into a person's life. And this is why throughout everything, we have to raise our vibration to be a match for the universe's naturally abundant vibration. You know, the universe's intention is for you to be happy and healthy and abundant and loved and empowered and confident and sexy and all these things. So this is the vibration that the universe is naturally at. And we 
somehow always get knocked down from that vibration through the media that we read, through the TV shows that we watch, the books that we, you know, spend our time reading, the podcasts that we listen to, the conversations that we have with friends, whatever it is, we are knocked down from that because it's not common to be unapologetically confident. It's not common to love your body no matter what. It's not common to want to change your, you know, or stay with your current body. And so we change ourselves and we get knocked down on that vibration in order to fit into what is going on around us. But it is our birthright to feel good. It is our birthright to be confident. It is our birthright to love the body that the universe gave us, that God gave us, that we're already in. And so going back to the law of attraction, when you push against something that you do not like, that very action is not going to make it go away. In fact, the law of attraction says that resistance will only amplify more of what you don't want. Abraham Hicks, who is one of the great teachers of the law of attraction, has this amazing quote that says, if you focus on whatever you want, you will attract whatever you want. If you focus on the lack of of what you want, you will attract more of the lack. And I talk a lot in my coaching and in my course, which more on that in a second, that we have to shift from a scarcity to an abundant mindset. This is true for your career, for your relationships, for money, for time, for health. You have to view it all through an abundant mindset because if you're so focused on the lack of something in your life, you're only going to call in more lack because you're putting yourself at that vibration of the lack. How many times can I say lack in this podcast? We will see. (laughs) But if you resist your current body, it will not change. If you resist being single, you won't attract a healthy relationship. If you resist not having any money, you will never have a ton of money because what you resist persists. Going back to, you know, not embracing being single if you don't embrace this phase of your life of this single phase of your life if you're constantly seeking validation from other people or worthiness from the amount of people who match with you on a dating app or if you're constantly looking for validation outside of yourself and you're focusing on the fact that no one ever likes you and no one gives you that validation and no boy is ever going to ask you on a date then you're speaking that into the universe you're speaking that into action. But if you embrace your single state, if you learn to love yourself, if you embrace yourself no matter what, if you're your own cheerleader, if you're your own hype girl, you're more likely to then raise your vibration and become a match for the things that you desire. Same thing with money. If you complain all the time about how you never have any money and there's you're living paycheck to paycheck and money is so hard to come by and you can't seem to ever have enough of it and you can't afford to do this, you can't afford to buy that, whatever it is, You're never going to have the money because money is just energy. It's just energy. And money wants to be a match for your high vibration. And when your energy is vibrating at this low vibrational state of lack of I don't have that, I can't have that, I shouldn't buy that, I can't afford that, it's not going to want to come in. And I know that's a little woo-woo, but stick with me. Same thing goes for your body. If you resist your current body, it is not going to change. You have to embrace the current body that you have now in order to become a vibrational match for the abundance, for the empowerment, for the confidence, and for the love. These are all things that are already within you. You know, these are things that we already have. They've been clouded and they've been pushed down because they're not expected. We shouldn't have them. We shouldn't feel all of these things, especially if we're not what society deems as the ideal body type or the ideal shape of health, whatever that is. 
But if you decide to change your body out of a state of fear versus a state of love without that acceptance, without that embrace of your current body, it's not going to be that vibrational match for the intention that the universe has for you. So what you resist persists. If you resist your current body, it will not change. If you resist being single, you'll never have a relationship. If you resist being poor, you'll never have a ton of money. And this is why people always say it comes when you least expect it. Because when you're sitting there expecting it, you're also resisting it. If you are sitting there expecting a relationship, expecting all this money to come in, expecting your body to change, those things are like, no, I don't want to change. You're putting me in a chokehold. I don't have room to flourish. I don't have room to surprise you. I don't have room to, you know, create space for these things to come in. So you have to get comfortable in these spaces of perceived lack, even though they're actually abundant states. You have to view them as abundant states instead of viewing them through a scarcity and lack mindset. So Buddhists use the expression the second arrow to describe the tendency of humans to resist difficult experiences and emotions, and in doing so, how we attract unnecessary suffering into our lives. And so I want you to imagine if you're feeling a little down, maybe for no particular reason, but you just don't feel good, and that creates a certain amount of discomfort. You know, you're like this is awful, I hate this feeling, what's wrong with me, everything is fine, I shouldn't be feeling like this, and then you go from there and you spiral into this negative mindset. And it's this kind of mindset and spiral and reaction that adds fuel to the fire and amplifies the level of suffering experienced. Imagine if instead of resisting this feeling, you turned toward it and, and embraced it instead of trying to push it away. And, you know, we've talked about this, I talk about this all the time in my coaching programs, in my collective, but acknowledging the feeling simply takes the power away from it. When you acknowledge it, but don't identify as it, you are able to reclaim your power around the uncomfortable emotion. You know, this looks like sadness is here resistance is here, anger is here, anxiety is here, this feels uncomfortable, and that's okay. How can I allow it to be there? Sadness, anxiety, you know, anger, all of these things are part of the human experience. So why do we try to resist them? Why do we try to resist these emotions? And the answer to that is that we are told that those emotions are too much. We are told that those emotions are bad to experience. We are told that to be the cool, chill girl that everyone loves and everyone wants to date and to have a million dollars and whatever it is, that we are not allowed to feel uncomfortable, heavy emotions. We always have to be happy, joyful, positive, whoa, whatever it is, instead of allowing ourselves to feel these feelings. But acknowledging the feelings, embracing them, and accepting them wraps a layer of peace around the discomfort. You know, it's kind of this idea of giving them permission to be there makes them want to leave faster. You know, when you when you resist something being there, when you don't allow it to exist inside of you, when you're constantly pushing against it, it lasts longer because you're focused on it longer. Going back to the law of attraction around these feelings, when you resist these uncomfortable emotions, you're actually attracting more of them into your life. When you embrace them and you find the abundance within them, like how joyful is it that we get to experience anger, you know, even though that's might that might not be how you're feeling when you're angry but if you can view it from that view of acceptance and abundance you're calling in abundance and positivity back into your life 
So the trick here with health and with your body is to accept your body as it is before you decide to change it. If you embrace your body instead of resisting it, that is where you are able to have a sustainable approach to health. But you have to embrace your body at any shape or size first. You have to be able to look in the mirror and say, even though I don't like the way that my body looks and I want to change it, I embrace it at any size. I embrace it at any shape. I embrace it no matter what. Because until you can do that, you are still resisting the current state of your body. Until you allow yourself to embrace and love yourself at any size, Your perception on your body will not change even if you meet your quote-unquote health goals. And so, now we have three ways to release this resistance. These are steps that you can take no matter where you are. They don't take very long to do when you notice yourself resisting. So, number one, notice what you are resisting. Take a step back and listen to what's happening. Second, allow space for this to be there. You know, can you welcome it in and can you allow it to exist inside of you? And finally, tune inward and notice how your body actually feels. So first up, notice what you are resisting. Make your unconscious reactions conscious through taking a step back and playing co- and paying close attention to what is going on with you. Gaining that self-awareness takes your power back, you know. It's the simple act of acknowledging the feeling and stepping back and taking an objective look at what's going on inside of you to create some distance between yourself and that feeling. So take, for example, you have a baby screaming on an airplane and you just want a relaxing flight, but this baby is not happy. If you notice yourself getting stressed and agitated and focusing so much on this baby crying that you can't even focus on the book that you're trying to read, realize and recognize what you're resisting and how you can choose to respond. You know, you can either become obsessed with the baby crying and create a whole bunch of added misery for yourself, or you can choose to let go of your resistance, accept it for what it is, and move forward from there. Fretting over it is not going to change anything. So focus on your breathing, unclench your jaw, allow your body to soften, and work with what is happening in your reality rather than against what is happening in your reality. So second, allow space for that difficult feeling to be there. Can you welcome in these feelings and can you give them space to exist within you? Once again, welcoming the feeling takes the sting out of it. Giving it permission to be there takes its power away and it helps you break your identification with the feeling. The more that we objectify thoughts and feelings and the less we identify with them, the less power they have over us. You are not your feelings. You are not anxious. You are not sad. You are not over-emotional, whatever it is, but your feelings exist inside of you. They do not define you. Your fear, your emotions won't trouble you nearly as much if you welcome it in rather than fight and resist it. Without your resistance, the feeling has no power to affect your peace. We give our feelings power. We give our reactions power. And the same goes for your thoughts. You know, the way to create internal peace, which is ultimately our goal, right, is to give your thoughts permission to come and go as they please, to give your feelings free reign to come in and out of your experience as they come up, to embrace them and engage them and experience that peace that you decide to give yourself. And our third strategy is to tune inward. 
Notice how your body feels. Take a few relaxing breaths and tune into what's going on to your body. Feel where the resistance is happening in your body. And wherever it shows up, which resistance will show up again and again and again, you're going to be able to quickly notice where you're feeling it, where you're holding that tension, and then you can release that resistance by straightening your back, unclenching your fists, relaxing the muscles in your face, and breathing slowly and deeply into your belly. At the end of the day, you have to allow whatever you're experiencing to be okay because it truly is. The stakes are not that high. Difficult situations and unheavy difficult situations and uncomfortable emotions are unavoidable in life. They are part of the human experience. But on the other side, so are positive and pleasurable experiences. And the more open you are to embracing whichever of those experiences appears in your inner and outer world, the more at peace you will become, the more peace you will experience internally and externally. It is always better to be flexible like a willow tree than rigid like an oak. The more you resist the things that you don't like in life, the more they will show up. What you resist persists. And so with this, with this intention of releasing your resistance, embracing your body no matter what. I hope that this week you are able to find that sense of internal peace. I hope that you are able to kind of notice where you're resisting in your life and notice the feelings that come up when you do. And I hope that you're able to use these three strategies in your life this week so that you can release resistance and experience the abundant life that the universe has in store for you. And so with all that being said, I will let you go, but I do want to mention my newest health coaching program just launched a few weeks ago. It's amazing. It is called the Free and Fearless Collective. It is over 10 hours of video content, meditations, worksheets, journal prompts, and so on as it grows. It is uh, three sections long, body, mind, and spirit. It is amazing. It is so good. Um, There are several options for you to join. You'll learn more about releasing emotions and breaking free from emotional eating cycles and body image and how to manifest things into your life. And it really encompasses everything that I've learned in my time as a health coach and a human. And it presents it in a nicely packed up information for you to use, hear, listen to, learn, and experience and implement in your own life. So all of the details can be found on my website, but mostlyeating.com. I'll also, of course, put that in the show notes below. But you get lifetime access to the program. You get lifetime access to a Facebook group of a support community where I will go live twice a month to lead you through different exercises or answer any questions, comments, or concerns that do come up for you. There is also an option to add on a VIP treatment where you would get three extra calls in uh, the program to make sure that you're feeling supported for body and mind and spirit. And if anyone joins in August, you will get a chance to get an extra one-on-one call to provide that level of support that you are looking for. Because again, this is your birthright. It is your birthright to feel confident. It is your birthright to be empowered in your own body. It is your birthright to love yourself at any shape or size. And my program walks through exactly how to get there. It takes you step by step on everything you need to do to match that vibration of the universe. So that is my new program. The show notes will have the link to join the program. I would love to see you inside. It's truly amazing. It is going to change your life. You deserve it. You are worthy of this. And yeah, it's amazing. So the show note will have all that information below. It will also have my Instagram, but that's but mostly eating. My email is but mostly eating at gmail.com. TikTok is but mostly eating. You can find me anywhere on the internet by searching but mostly eating for the most part so (laughs) 
So with that said, I hope you guys have an amazing week ahead and I will catch you guys next time I sit down and record an episode. So TBD when that will be. (laughs) Okay, bye.